Hey, Toonhounds, I uh, had a chance to uh, have a chat with the Jesse Dayton, who's uh, put out a, an album with Samantha Fish, uh, Death Wish Blues. It's a killer, and uh, it's coming out real soon. So uh, stretch back and um, have a listen to what Jesse had to say. That's me. That's me. How you doing? How you doing, brother? Good. Good to meet you. Yeah, same here. Same here. So uh, we got about fifteen minutes. Um, they tell me so. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I've just been listening to the album uh, that you and Samantha put out, uh, Death Wish Blues. So, um, welcome to Solid Dog Blues and Roots. It's great to have you on the show. Great to be here, man. Thanks for having me. So um, tell me about um, this album. Uh, how did it come about and um, uh, how long did it take to, to get to get on the road? Well, it's an interesting story because uh, 12, maybe 13 years ago, I was playing in Samantha's hometown in Kansas City. And I was playing this club there called Knuckleheads. Yeah. And I was backstage and I heard this guitar player playing. And I said, hey, man, who's opening up for us tonight? And they're like, you got to go down there and 
see this, this girl, this young girl's playing guitar. And uh, so it was kind of interesting because I heard Samantha before I saw her or met her. Yeah. Um, and I knew, you know, immediately it's like something's going to happen for her. She's super talented and, you know, people were digging it. So we kept in touch over the years and fast forward, you know, 12, 13 years later, her and her manager walk into this gig that I'm playing in uh, New Orleans and said, okay. hey, would you be interested in doing a record together? So that was the kind of, that's how it all started. And it right. all happened really quick, you know, like, you know, it, we, we started writing songs together and, you know, all that stuff. That's fantastic. Well, it's a great piece of work, um, which you got it coming out in uh, mid-May, haven't you? What's that? It's coming out in mid-May, something like that? Yeah, it comes, comes out May 19th. Um, you know, we already did a bunch of shows already, uh, which is a kind of a test of the, uh, of the old uh, show that we got going now because, you know, we'd walk out on stage and people would be like, okay, who's this guy? What's going on here? Uh, because the record had the record hadn't come out yet, but uh, I got to say we're 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 blowing doors, and I'm really excited about this show. That's great. Um, we just had Samantha down here in Australia touring around, doing pretty well too. Yeah, yeah, I'm hearing uh, rumblings that we might be coming back. Fantastic. Well, that'd be great. Um, could you have all the shows just about? Well, I think they're all sold out, and. Um... I'm from Melbourne down here in the, in the Bohemia of the South, and uh, I think she did a couple uh -huh. of two or three in a row. So um, it's a big, big music town down here. So um, we'll be digging it if you get down here. Any other plans to take it around? Yeah, I mean, you know, we recorded the record like to tape in like less than ten days up in up in uh, Woodstock, New York, on Rick Danko's property. Yeah, and everything that's happened has been happened so fast. Um, and we, we didn't, you know, we wrote the songs really quick. Um, we recorded it in less than 10 days. Um, and before you know it, we were out doing shows together and, you know, it's a really cool show, man. I don't know of a guy and a girl on stage who were both singing and, uh, you know, melting faces on their guitars, you know, <laughs> No, that's right. No, she's a killer, Sam. I interviewed her on her thirtieth birthday. I think it was. Um, uh, I won't say how many years ago. That'll give the game away. But, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but she said she's doing really good. Tell tell me about the um, you know recording ten days. That's pretty fast for an album. And um, you were doing it live in the studio, were you? Or how how was it happening? Yeah. I mean Except for a few, you know, vocal and guitar overdubs, everyone was in the room. We had John Spencer from the John Spencer Blues Explosion. He was our producer on the record. Yeah, uh, we wanted to get someone who would do something that you know we we didn't there was you know we didn't want to go in and make like a preservationist you know blues record, which I love a lot of that stuff. You know, uh, I mean, but if you listen to the the tracks, you know, you can hear that our all our leads are Earl Hooker and Freddie King and yeah. Magic Sam 
and all that stuff. So for us, it was exciting because we felt like we got to take it maybe to a different place, you know. Yeah, you you mentioned something um, that I read that you you wanted to take the blues into the future. Um, so what does that mean for you, Jesse? Well, you know, when I was fifteen, uh, Clifford Antone, who owns Antone's Home of the Blues, yeah, and in, in Austin, it's a legendary place. You know, Muddy Waters, the Bond Brothers, everybody. He came into a little honky tonk that I was playing at in Beaumont, Texas, and. And he turned me on to five really amazing blues records. A Buddy Guy, Slim Harpo, Le Lazy Lester, you know, uh, Lightning and a Muddy record. And he said, learn this stuff and you could come to Austin and sit in with the house band. And at 15, that was like the biggest, you know, still till this day, it's the greatest thing that ever happened. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, you know... I just feel like we can take these songs and this blues stuff, you know, blues always reinvents itself, you know, in different ways. And, uh, and I, like I said, I love the traditional stuff. I cut my teeth on all that stuff. And in fact, we recorded uh magic sounds. I feel so good. A version yeah. of that, which you can hear that that's all live. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's on that little EP, but I think, man, we can, I think we can try to turn more people on to this music and uh, make sure that, it, you know, um, that people start, you know, younger kids and stuff like that start getting into it because, you know, we don't guitars had some rough years, you know? Yeah. 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 That's true. That's true. But um, it never goes away, but just uh, goes up and down on the bubble, you know, I think. Uh... Yeah. So it's great to hear you um, uh, uh, doing this stuff. And it's uh, original blues, too, new stuff. Um, so you're not just revisiting the old. Uh, you, you, and you record, you're riding with this
songs together and then we started you know obsessing on them and we started sending each other voice memos and uh um you know lyrical ideas i mean we had to really be vulnerable you know about this whole process and kind of uh you know it's like you know taking down your pants and hanging your ass out the window it's very yeah. it was very uh you know you got to say, hey, I don't know if this is going to work, but let's try it. And um, so, and then we did a bunch of Zoom. That's the first time I'd ever wrote a song over Zoom before. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the, you know, teaching the old dog new tricks over here, you know. Well, I'll tell you, you, you both come from, um, you know, a, a whole lot of different parts. I mean, you you, you go back to Johnny Cash and um, Waylon Jennings, Samantha was um, in with the North Pacific All-Stars a while back, and then she moved yeah. to that sort of style. So you've both sort of landed uh, in this, like, sweet spot, I guess, um, where you, you're you bringing new blues, um, bringing your own, both, of, both of your own backgrounds to, to, the, to the, uh, the tracks. Yeah, I mean, I think so. And I think it's, you know, it's, it's an interesting record because it's a hybrid and, you know, we're not – sitting around beating ourselves up about hey is this you know is this traditional enough or is this whatever it's just if yeah. it felt good and we played it you know we got some real funky 70s stuff on it i mean yeah. i remember i remember at the uh, during the recording sam was listening to this uh, uh we were listening to all kinds of 70s records funky stuff so a lot of that vibe got you know into the record and um you know it's just exciting for us because it's something different and the shows the show's on fire man it's a if you it's an electric guitar show i'll tell you that yeah yeah look uh, i think that funky 70s thing seems to be uh, coming back in all sorts of places now yeah i mean i think so i mean you know i actually remember a lot of it you know and um you know, for me, even the country stuff that I dug the most was always like, you know, Jerry Reed and Tony Joe White and, you know, that funky James Burton stuff that he would do with Elvis and stuff like that. Um, so it's cool. I'm getting to put some of that in. And then, of course, all the blues stuff and and uh, soul and gospel music that I love, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Look, there's a great line in one of your tracks, um, which is um, just called um, It's a Hard Dollar. I love that line. Uh, yeah. I think, <laughs> is that yours or Samantha's? Hard dollar. It's a hard dollar, darling. It's not easy <laughs> to sing. Uh, but, uh, but it's true, you know, and um, – you know, it reminds me of this joke, you know, these two old guys get back together and 
the one guy says, what do you do for a living now? And he said, well, I'm, I'm, I sell real estate and I have two kids and I'm happily married. He goes, what do you do? And he said, well, I'm in the circus. And he said, what's your job? He said, well, I insert my, my arm up the elephant's bum to make sure that he, you know, uh, relieves himself before he gets on the train. And then I wash it off of me and I get on the train and make sure the elephants get to the next town. The guy goes, Oh my God. He goes, that sounds terrible. He goes, do you get weekends off? He said, no, I work seven days a week. He said, is the pay any good? He goes, not too good. And he goes, well, why do you keep doing it? And he goes, what? And leave show business. <laughs> it's a drug. <laughs> That's right. No, some, some great lines in those. And, and the title track, Death Wish Blues. I mean, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to, if I kiss you, I'm gonna, it's a death wish. I mean, uh, you can't get any more uh, black than that. I'm going to use the French word noir, but I won't. Yeah. But um, the, um, yeah, look at this. So, so, I mean, this stuff's got a, a great edge. Yeah, it does. It, it all has a real edge to it. It's, you know, dare I say a punk energy, but you know, I'm, I'm listen, I, you know, I had honky tonk music and rhythm and blues and Zydeco all around me in Beaumont, but you know, they were still playing the same thing on the radio. I still heard, you know, the stones and Zeppelin and, and you know, eventually the clash and yeah, all yeah. that kind of stuff, all those bands. So you know, I love I loved all that stuff, but I just had the, you know, good fortune of being around, you know, these old music festivals when I was a kid. And a lot of those guys were still alive yeah. from the first generation. And uh, but, yeah, it's 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 a it's a lot of rock and roll on it, you know, with uh, with heavy emphasis on, on the roll. Yeah, no, that's great. And uh, when you tour this, uh, what sort of band are you taking on the road? Man, we got a monster band. It's uh, you know, it's me and Sam on guitars. We're in the middle. We're doing the duets. We're singing together. We're trading lyrics, doing this Ike and Tina thing. And then we got this great keyboard player from the record, Mickey Finn, um, a drummer and a monster. And we got uh, Ron Johnson from Samantha's band, uh, yeah. who plays. He's played bass with with her, uh, so. It's a it's a really you know hybrid band of different people, and uh, you know and they say in bands you can't have two front men or two front women or one of each. Yeah. <laughs> in your case, <laughs> how do you work the egos on that? No, you know you think there would be, but I think we're both kind of relieved that neither of us have to carry the entire show. Right. You know, it's like like we get to be Mick and Keith. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like sometimes <laughs> I can. It's not a bad lot in life, you know, to to get get back and play a funky little Memphis soul guitar part while Samantha Fish is singing over the top of it. So I, yeah. we dig it. That's great. I can't wait to hear it. I mean, the record's fantastic, and um, I hope you can get down to Australia and we can uh, catch you live. We're going to be digging it down here. That's for sure. Yeah, I can't and, wait, uh, man. You, you, I look you, forward to it. Yeah, it'll be great. You've got a long uh, recording history yourself, so um, it'd be uh, any d delving into the back catalogue as well, or all new stuff. No, actually, we do we do uh, a few of Sam's big songs and a few of my songs. Um, 
So it's really cool. It, and, uh, you know, I mean, most of the stuff we do is from the record. Um, yeah. And then we do, uh, you know, we'll, sometimes we'll pop out our acoustic guitars and we'll do a Towns Van Zandt song or, right. uh, you know, we'll play, uh, you know, whatever, you know, just uh, just to kind of change it up and give the band a break and get every, give everybody's ears a break for a minute. You're going to do some Mike Ness as well? I don't know about that, you know. <laughs> uh, Come on. Just... Probably won't... <laughs> yeah, but I love Mike. He's he's always been a big supporter of me. Yeah, no, that's great. Look, we're really looking forward to it down here in the, in the land of Oz, uh, Australia. So um, hopefully you can get here pretty soon. In the meantime, people can grab this record as soon as it comes out. Thanks, man. Thanks for your support, and uh, we look forward to it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for Good morning, New York City. Hey, I'm only passing through.
Dusty Dayton down in Austin, Texas. And you, my friends, are listening to Salty Dog Blues and Roots. <laughs> 